Welcome to the 144th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with William Dietrich, recorded this past summer at the Thriller Fest conference in New York City. William is an American novelist, nonfiction writer, and journalist. He's written thriller novels, and his Ethan Gage series, set during the Napoleonic Wars, has been published in 28 different languages. Stay tuned for my interview with William Dietrich. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is William Dietrich, thriller writer and the author of the Ethan Gage series. We're recording this interview at Thriller Fest in New York City. And William, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. Sure. Well, your latest novel is The Barb Crown, the latest book in your Ethan Gage series. How would you describe the novel? Uh, it's set in the Napoleonic period. Ethan is an American adventurer who gets wrapped up with uh, Napoleon Bonaparte and other no- notables of the era. And this one revolves around Napoleon's coronation, which Ethan is trying to thwart. Uh, he is uh, bent on revenge because uh, he believes uh, the coming emperor has screwed up his family. And he, then he gets caught up in the politics and uh, battles of the time. And the book actually climaxes at the naval battle of Trafalgar, which was the decisive uh, naval battle of the Napoleonic Wars. Right. So, so what what originally inspired your the, the Ethan Gage character? What 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 was that um, like for you for the first book? I had done some uh, historical books in Roman times uh, in the Nazi era and was always interested in Napoleon and his invasion of Egypt. And so the first one in the series is called Napoleon's Pyramids. Uh, But in the course of that, uh, I got intrigued by Egyptology and mysteries surrounding the Great Pyramids. And so I decided to combine these sort of straightforward uh, historical narrative with more of a treasure hunting and uh, thriller mystery solving motif and use this kind of uh, slightly tongue-in-cheek American character as my Indiana Jones. And so uh, the series has developed from there, and so the Barb Crown then is this, the sixth one uh, to come out. Uh, they move in real time, and so we're moving through actual history, and uh, what Ethan does is very closely tied to what was actually going on in that period. And, and so what's the research process like, since you just mentioned that they're, they're based on historical events for you when you're yeah. still working on a new novel? I read a lot of nonfiction to write my fiction, and a lot of boring nonfiction to find interesting <laughs> facts uh, that I can put into my novel. And so, you know, the challenge in, in these kind of books is that if you're trying to adhere closely to real history, then how, what, how do you get your uh, fictional character to interact with uh, real people in a plausible way, to affect history in a plausible way, and so on? And so there's quite a weaving process. You know, I do a timeline, and then here's my characters, and how am I going? To, where are they going to fall? How am I going to get my uh, hero, who is telling this from a first-person perspective, from point A to point B in uh, the necessary time because if he doesn't see it, uh, he can't narrate it. And so that's been a challenge sometimes. I've learned a lot about 19th century transportation. (laughs) (laughs) And so do you have um, more books in the series plotted out? Do you have the whole series? Yeah, ideally, uh, I've written the seventh one in the series. It's in production uh, now. And I'd like to do 14 that would take Ethan, his wife, Estiza, and their son Harry all the way through to the Battle of Waterloo, which is where Napoleon was finally defeated. And so that's another uh, decade into the future. And so we'll see if that works out. But I do have sort of this notion of how the uh, entire adventure would play out. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Um, and you know, uh, given the given what you're discussing, I'm just curious: are you are you a fan of the Richard Sharp novels? Yes, a big Bernard <laughs> Cornwell fan. Uh, I like the Pi- uh, Patrick O'Brien seafaring yeah. books, uh, Horatio Hornblower. You know, I, I grew up with uh, some of these uh, stories and authors, and so uh, it's it's really fun to work in that era. That's great. That's great. Well, well, I know that in addition to your Ethan Gage series, you, you've written standalone thriller novels including Blood of the Reich The Scourge of God and others are you planning or, or are you already writing other standalone thrillers um, I don't have one underway right now but I've always got some ideas sort of in the back of my head and uh, it's sort of it's time to sit down with my publisher Harper Collins and kind of talk about what we want to do next mm-hmm. and sometimes they've suggested mixing it up a little bit and doing something different and other times kind of charging ahead with an Ethan Gage series so so sure. we'll have to hash that out sure so 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 what was what was the um, process like for you in terms of your path to publication um, specifically in terms of your thrillers and your novels because I know that you have written um, uh, nonfiction as well in terms of some nature writing so, so what was the path for you to, to fiction? Uh, I was a journalist and I had done some uh, nonfiction uh, in my uh, native Pacific Northwest. And so fiction was kind of a midlife crisis kind of thing. You know, it was something I wanted to do as a kid and it was sort of always on the back burner, though, uh, with my journalism career. Um, but I had cancer at 42, I believe. And it's sort of a wake-up call of mortality, and, and you say to yourself, you know, if I want to do something, I better get around to doing it. And so I decided to write a novel, and then much to my shock, uh, the thing actually uh, sold, uh, even though the editor who bought it said, you know, this is not ready for prime time. It needs to do, you know, it needs a lot of work. And so uh, we were, worked on it then for another year or so. But, uh, but that was encouraging, and so uh, I've been writing novels ever since. And, and what was that process like where, you, where your editor told you that and you spent a year working on it? Was that kind of an education in fiction writing? It was. You know, it was, it's, I think I was actually lucky. It's unusual to have an editor spend time to give a little bit of coaching, you know. But, uh, you know, when uh, I first got the call from uh, my nonfiction agent that they were interested, she said, uh, you need to talk to this guy, though, because he has a problem with your book. And so I called him up, and he said, yeah, I like your writing, uh, but I don't like your plot. And uh, this key character uh, needs to come out. And I said, well, if you do that, the whole thing collapses like a house of cards. And he said, exactly. He said, I'm going to a meeting tomorrow morning. If you can come up with a new structure, uh, I'll try to sell your book you know, to uh, the publisher. So I stayed up all night you know, and kind of... Uh, did that to the extent that at least he felt that I was flexible and that I could, uh, you know, it was not just a one idea guy, but that I, I could uh, work on things. And so, you know, it was an article of faith on both of our parts, but then we went ahead and, and uh, the book was called Ice Reich, and it, it did pretty well. Great, great. Well, well given your um, experience thus far in terms of writing fiction, what, what advice would you have for aspiring writers who would like to have their own novels or stories published? Uh, I'd start as early as possible. You know, I wish I was doing. I had done this in my twenties instead of waiting until uh, starting in my forties. Uh, you need to uh, persevere because you're going to be told no a lot, and so uh, you need to do that. You need to work hard. If uh, when, at Thriller Fest here, when I talk to these uh, successful authors, I'm always astounded by how many books they've written and how long they've been working at this craft. And so, you know, all of us, I think, have a dream of sort of dashing something off at the kitchen table and, and becoming an overnight millionaire and so on and it just doesn't work that way uh, the, the people who succeed have really uh, kept their nose to the grindstone and so uh, you know that's 
my advice to people is write, 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 and then rewrite because the first draft probably isn't going to be very good. Sure, sure. What um what books or authors, either fiction or nonfiction, have you read recently, like in the last year or so, that you would recommend or that come to mind as something that you really enjoyed? Oh gosh, uh, you know I'm uh, I just read uh, Dennis Lehane's uh, latest book. I'm a big fan of his uh, bootlegger. The title escapes me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Michael Connelly. Uh, uh, I think it was the Black Box was the latest of his uh, that I read. I enjoyed. Uh, I was really got a kick out of uh, Gillian Flynn's Gone Girl, which mm-hmm. uh, has some nice uh, twists to it, uh, and so on. And uh, I'm reading uh, uh, Steve Barry's uh, latest right now, and um, gosh, it's just it's astounding how many good writers uh, there are that are out there. Sure, sure. What are you working on now? What are you writing now? So uh, I'm in a little bit of a hiatus because I uh, just sent in a draft of my newest Ethan Gage novel, uh, and two days after that I broke my wrist, which has kept me from typing very much uh, for a while. And so, uh, you know, kind of waiting for that to heal. But in the meantime, I'm reading a lot of history right now and, and sort of sketching out where the next book might go. Right, right. And and where can people find you online if they're interested in learning more about your books and your Ethan Gage series? Yeah, my website is uh, www.williamdietrich.com. Uh, Dietrich is spelled like diet rich. That's one easy <laughs> way to uh, remember it. Uh, and, uh, you know, they can also find me easily on websites like Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and sure. so on. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with William Dietrich, author of the Ethan Gage series of novels. His latest novel, The Barb Crown, is available in bookstores now, so grab a copy. William, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.